0: One thing every successful individual leader and entrepreneur have in common is a consistent morning routine. Having a simple, easy-to-implement routine enables you to start your day with a sense of purpose, accomplishment, clarity, and direction. For this reason, I have prepared for you a free guide with an easy-to-follow 5-minute morning routine and a tracking template where you can document your progress day by day. I've been receiving messages from some of you already telling me how this habit has transformed your days for the better. Download this 5 minutes morning routine right now by clicking the link on my show notes so you can start your day on purpose. Welcome to another episode of With Clarity on Purpose. And this is the first episode that I record after coming from our honeymoon. We actually got married on June 3rd in Hawaii. We had a blast. We had a four hours, actually almost five hours photo shoot that started at 5.15 a.m. in the morning. Very Typical to us. Like, honestly, this wedding was a reflection of who we are as people. (laughs) And we are morning people. We love morning. So literally at 3 a.m. in the morning, Cody's sisters, my now sisters-in-law, they were helping with my hair and makeup because at 5.15 a.m., they were going to pick us up for the photo shoot. We shooted in three different locations. They were amazing. I cannot wait until I get the rest of the pictures so I can post them. I actually posted in Instagram a couple of them and they are so beautiful because they're all in the beach. It's really nice. We had a small ceremony in a beach called Lani Beach with my mom, Cody's moms and sisters and his brother-in-law. And we had an officiant there, our photographer, and that was it, my friend. It was pretty straightforward, pretty simple, which is what we dreamt of. And the officiant was super amazing too. She was very spiritual uh, in the Hawaiian culture. She chanted. She did a couple of union rituals as we were getting married We said our vows, we cried. There was a little bit of everything, but we had a lot of fun. And Costa Rica, honestly, Costa Rica is one of my favorite destinations. I've been there like four times and I love it every time. So I really recommend it because everything is just so natural. The food tastes amazing. There are so many animals too. Even in the resort we were staying, which is in the... Volcano Arenal area. That's the name of that area. There were monkeys, there were sloths, there were every kind of birds. It was just amazing. And the pool in the resort and the pool that we had in our room, it, the water was from hot springs. And I'm like, wow, everything's just so natural and so nice. And it had the perfect temperature. It was warm all the time. <laughs> that was one of my favorite things. But, anyways, I just wanted to share with you a little bit of our journey because we literally came back not this Saturday, last Saturday, and of course we started working on Monday, so it was a pretty quick um, way to integrate into the into the work. But it was funny. Another funny story is that we flew to Houston on Saturday and. Honestly, we didn't think about the COVID test. We completely forgot that this was an international flight. And thank God I checked the day before and the United app because we were flying in United. And I was trying to check in. And suddenly I get this message that we need negative COVID tests. And I'm telling you, this was Friday at 8 p.m. And we were flying on Saturday at 11 a.m. And I'm like, oh, my God, we completely forgot about this COVID test requirement. So I tell Cody, and thankfully, the airport, they had a specific location for COVID tests. That's all they do. And we were able to do a quick appointment. We showed up at 6 a.m. And thankfully, we were able to come back on Saturday. But I was just ready. Something that I realized is now that I've transitioned full-time into focusing on my business, right? From my nine years corporate career, in corporate, and I'm telling you, I loved my previous corporate job. In corporate, when I would go on vacation, I was like, oh my God, I need more. I can take one more week of vacation. It was just more like, okay, I need a longer break. But now that I have my business and now that I have something that I'm just super passionate about, y'all, this is something that I naturally think of most of the time, to be honest with you. And even on vacation, I'm like, oh, my God, I'm loving the vacation. But honestly, after the weeks, I'm ready to go back, ready to continue working on my business. I feel the motivation is just very different. The motivation, how you show up, how excited you get. And I just wanted to share that because whenever you're in the path of a purpose-driven career, and a purpose-driven career to me, it's literally something that you feel a calling for, something that you know that's where you'll achieve your highest potential in life. And it's something that you know deep inside of you, okay? This is something that I've felt for the last 10 years, as you have heard me repeat over and over in this podcast. And now that I'm in it full-time, because I have been in it part-time for the last 10 years, basically, like in training certifications, my side coaching business while working full-time. But now that I'm in it full-time, I just feel just, I don't know, like a different type of motivation. But anyways, today's episode is nothing about that, or maybe a little bit about that. <laughs> uh, but I just wanted to give you an update in our lives, since we have a pretty... Big event, y'all, like getting married. Now I'm Mrs. Crawford. So I left Borrego as my middle name. So I'll be Janet, middle name Borrego, and the last name is Crawford. But I still need to do all the paperwork. That takes a little bit of time. But anyways, today's episode is all about rewriting your story. It's all about you recognizing that it's never too late. It's never too late to rewrite your story. Let me tell you a story. To illustrate this, when I was 12 years old, my mom broke the news to me that we were not going to see our family for an unlimited amount of time until we knew. Like Literally, she told me, hey, we are not going to see our family until... We don't know when, to be honest with you, until, I don't know. I mean, we literally didn't know. Let me give you more context, because if you don't know my story, you're probably wondering, what am I talking about? I was born in Havana, Cuba. And as you may know, Cuba is a communist, a highly controlled country country. It's a country where you cannot leave Cuba to live in another country. You always have to stay there. Basically, the government controls your life and your actions, right, for the most part. And my mom had me when she was in Cuba. So I was born in Cuba. And I was nine years old. We left Cuba to go to Mexico but it was because my stepfather had an assignment in Mexico to work for the Cuban government. So this move was a legal allowed move. Okay. So I was nine years old. We moved to Mexico. When we arrived in Mexico, everything was great. We were supposed to be there three years. And then after three years, we were supposed to go back to Cuba because as I've mentioned, Cuba is a highly controlled country. It's not a country where, if you were born there, you can live and decide to live in another country. It doesn't work that way. If you're born in Cuba, you stay in Cuba, my friend, unless you defy the odds and the probabilities of leaving the country, which, for the most part, are very minimal. Now, we moved to Mexico for three years. And three years passed, right? I had the best time of my life because I was able to see my family back in Cuba every now and then. I had friends in Mexico. I had a really stable childhood at that time. Now, when I was 12 years old, it was time to go back to Cuba as planned. And I remember that day, like yesterday, my mom woke me up one day. Of course, my stepfather wasn't there. And by the way, just some context, their relationship was deteriorating. My mom had found out a few years before that he had cheated on her. And of course, this was something she wasn't planning on staying longer. (laughs) And when I was 12 years old, these three years had passed. We were supposed to go back to Cuba My mom wakes me up and she tells me, hey, Janet, I need to tell you something, but this is something that is very sensitive and you cannot tell anyone. You cannot tell your friends. We cannot tell our families. You cannot tell your stepfather, of course. And she told me, we are not going to go back to Cuba and we don't know when we'll be able to see our family again this is something that your stepfather cannot know because my stepfather used to work for the National Security of Cuba. So it was a very sensitive topic. Honestly, at that point, if they had found out that we were trying to run away, immediately we would have gone to jail. I mean, is that serious? It's very serious. I still look at my mom. She lives with us, with my husband and I, but I still look at her and I'm just so overwhelmed by the admiration and all the courage she gathered at that moment because she had a vision. She had a vision for me. She had a compelling future that she was walking towards. And that compelling future was for me to have the freedom she didn't have back in Cuba. For me to have the freedom to decide what I was going to study for me to have the freedom to earn whatever money I wanted as long as I worked hard. And she had the vision of me having and being the things she was not able to be and do and have because of the environment she was in. And with that vision, my friend, we ran away. Literally, it was a day before our flight to Cuba because we were going to go back. And my stepfather, I remember like it was yesterday, he drank his coffee, he left the apartment. And after he left, we had someone waiting for us downstairs. And by the way, at this point, someone was helping us because my mom didn't have any resources to pay anyone or to do anything, right? We didn't have resources. The only thing my mom had at that moment was a vision of who she wanted me to be. And the only thing she wanted me to be is to have the freedom and decide that myself, right? And that's why I'm so passionate about people rewriting their stories, because I've seen it myself. The fact that I was born in a country where you don't have freedom, and it's almost impossible to leave that country, and it's almost impossible to decide to be in another country and to live your life there. The fact that my mom defied those odds, and even though she didn't have resources, she tapped into her resourcefulness because her vision was so much bigger than any limitations. Her vision was so much bigger than any environment she was in. My friend, when you have a clear vision, you can do anything and everything. Something that I've realized is that as we continue to grow older, we forget dreaming. We forget imagining. And we keep reliving our past over and over. We keep living in the present through the eyes of the past. And we often, we lack that ability to imagine a better future and to work towards that, to imagine breaking the boundaries of your past story and to create one new reality at that moment, in that present moment. And that was what my mom was doing. It's crazy to me because honestly, when I think of, the journey that I'm going through as a full-time entrepreneur, my mom never had her business or any super financial success. I mean, in my family, my whole family, I was the person who had that financial success, having a job, a corporate job with six figures, right? When I was like 23 years old. And isn't that crazy? And it was just because one decision my mom made to rewrite her story, to rewrite our story, because at the end of the day, she left everything she had, financially, family, everything, because she wanted the best for us and for me. And rewriting that story and having that compelling future that moves you into the right direction that you are called into, it's so important. And not only that, but learning how to tune in into what you want. And as you tune in into what you want, just visualizing and imagining that for yourself, my friend, because often we operate out of our identity. Our identity are the thoughts, the beliefs, all of the things we believe we are, right? And these are things that we habitually repeat over and over When we have desires and we have dreams, those dreams are operating far away from our identity. And in order to get to those dreams, you got to have the courage and you got to have a strong enough why, which is that compelling future, that vision to break through the identity of who you believe you are. I was actually having lunch with a friend on Saturday this weekend, and she told me she had just finished One of my favorite books, Breaking the Habit of Being Yourself, from Joe Dispenza, because that is exactly what we need to do. We need to overcome that momentum that we have created of reliving our past story over and over. And we need to tune into the present moment and realize that now in the present, you can create your future. A future out of love, not out of fear. Because often when we think of the future is to project our fears, which actually translate into stress and anxiety. When you live in the present moment and you realize that you have an unlimited potential to imagine and to create, why? Because you have seen it over and over, all around you. We just often don't pay attention to those moments, but it's all around you, my friend. All of the people that have invented things that were never invented before, like the airplane, like the internet, like all of those things were dreamers. All of those people were dreamers. What is stopping you from dreaming? Often we believe that it's because of the resources we have or we don't have. But let me tell you something. It's not a lack of resources. It's a lack of resourcefulness. That's something that Tony Robbins believes. And I truly believe it too. And believe me, I mean, I'm not doing what I'm doing for money, right? Money is a nice addition and heck yes, I plan to go far in life. But money is a resource, right? And whenever you tap into that resourcefulness of who you are and whenever you're confident on the person who you want to be, you can manifest money. You can manifest anything else you want in life. As long as you walk in alignment and you show up consistently. Everything is not about money. And you may tell you, no, Janet, I need to stay where I am because of the money. Okay, maybe that is true for you right now. But let me tell you, what are you doing on the side to get out of that story that you're playing over and over? And I'm telling you this because I've been there, okay? I've been there, remember, all of my background, most of it was my corporate career. But in the side, I had this dream that I kept working on for years and years. And I knew that one day, <laughs> I don't know when that day was going to come, but one day I was going to continue rewriting my story and I was going to live what I was dreaming at that moment. And that day is right now, my friend, it arrived and I'm still rewriting my story because here's the thing, growth evolves your growth evolves, your challenges evolve, who you are evolves. And that's totally okay. So to finalize my story, which I know I've been incorporating tits and bits of information here and motivation and inspiration. And and really my perspective on what I've seen on myself, my clients and my students of my digital course. When we ran away, right, someone picked us up, uh, we were in Mexico City. And we ran away to Nuevo León, Mexico, and we hid there for six months, like literally six months in an apartment that was the size of this office, of my office right now. It was really small. And these were six months of uncertainty, six months that we didn't know when we were going to be able to step into the United States. Since six months that we were just waiting on someone to to let us know that it was the time. After six months of hiding and just waiting, I mean, I cannot imagine. I was 12 years old. I was a child. I cannot imagine the stress that my mom was going through inside, to be honest with you. Now that I look back and I'm like, oh, my God, that is crazy. But after six months, the stars aligned, the universe aligned. And they gave us a sign that it was time um, to cross the border of the United States. And from Nuevo Leon, we went to a border, Laredo, Texas border, and we asked for political asylum. And after two days of interviews and just checking our background and everything else, we were granted that political asylum, something that was a dream years before. Now it was a reality, my friend. Whenever you have a dream or whenever you have an ambition that exceeds your identity, because that's going to happen, right? Sometimes when you look forward and you see that vision and that dream and that compelling future, sometimes it doesn't make rational sense because you ask yourself, how the heck am I going to make it? I mean, my mom being born in Cuba, having me in Cuba, how the heck she was going to defy the odds to make it to the United States so we could live in freedom? how no idea she didn't have no idea but she had a vision and in the process of following that vision it's so important that you have faith and you have hope and whatever expectations you have that you trade those with hope because sometimes we tend to get in our head of how the exact step by step my friend life doesn't work that way and i'm going to prove it to you right now have you ever been in a situation where It was a challenging situation and you didn't have idea of how the heck you were going to get out of it. Or maybe you had an ambitious goal and you didn't have an idea of how you were going to achieve that goal. And somehow, because you continued focusing on that vision and focusing on taking action as you move towards that vision, one day it happened. What you just needed was one more day, one more step. And I'm telling you this because, as I mentioned, often when we have dreams or ambitions and we look to the path forward, it's full of uncertainty. It's full of, I don't know how this is going to happen. But let me tell you something. When you get there and you look back, you start realizing that every single thing that happened made sense. And not only made sense that you needed to go through that exact path to get the lessons you needed to learn in order to achieve your dream, your ambition, your goal. I'm sure you have done this before, maybe in a smaller scale, maybe in a bigger scale. It doesn't matter. If you did it before, you have the strategy to make it happen over and over. Sometimes what we run away rewriting our story is that feeling of being uncomfortable, is that feeling of discomfort, is that feeling of being afraid. Maybe it's a feeling of being seen as starting small. Maybe it's a feeling of failure, right? All of these feelings and limiting beliefs that come in our way. What has helped me a lot in this journey that I've been going through, that of course is full of uncertainties is to learn to expect the discomfort and the fear to be there instead of resisting it. Resistance creates obsession. When you resist something, you're gonna to continue to manifest that in every form, mental, emotionally, physical, spiritually. So instead of resisting it, learn to expect it. Learn that discomfort and fear that is gonna be there. Just expect it in your mind. And once you know that it's gonna be there, you're going to be more willing to take that step forward to your dreams because you're going to learn that you need to sacrifice certainty. <laughs> you're going to learn that you need to sacrifice being comfortable. And whenever you accept that, whenever there is an acceptance and you surrender to it, you're going to get to that moment. It's going to feel uncomfortable because I'm not gonna lie, it still feels uncomfortable. And I put myself in uncomfortable positions every single day (laughs) so I can continue growing. It gets easier, and I don't want to lie, it still feels uncomfortable. But whenever you learn how to expect that, it becomes easier on you because you know that it will be there. And you start making fear and discomfort your BFFs, and you're like, hey, I'm here again, right? This means I'm getting closer and closer to the right direction. (laughs) I want you to think, what are you waiting for? What is stopping you from rewriting your story? And maybe this is a story that you have visualized and you have been afraid to move, move forward with it. Maybe this is your current story that you're wanting to rewrite it in different ways because you want to show up differently. You want to embrace a new identity of yourself. Whatever that is for you, I want you to ask yourself, what is stopping you from embracing that new story, from rewriting that new story? You're never too late, my friend. My mom had me. I mean, she was 30 something when she decided to rewrite her story. And now she's 57 and she's still working on rewriting her story, right? It's the same with me. I spent nine years in corporate, 10 years. I studied chemical engineering. (laughs) Very different than what I love doing, which is mindset and clarity coaching and teaching all of you guys to live your best life. When I think of what stopped me, it was fear fear of uncertainty, fear of not having the right resources. But the more I learn about the mind and the more I learn about the magic of being a human being, the more I realize you have all the resources you need to succeed within you already. Have you ever been in a situation where you wanted something so bad, so bad that you made it happen? This is exactly the same. And for that, you need to define that compelling future and that vision that pulls you into that direction of hope, my friend, because hope is one of the biggest ingredients for you to pursue your dreams. Hope and embracing the ability to dream and to create in the present moment. I hope this was so helpful because There are so many of us, there are so many of us that are rewriting our stories as we go. And there are so many of us that want to rewrite their stories, but they are afraid of. So if this is you in any way, I want you to share your story, maybe with a friend, maybe with a family member, maybe in social media, because we need to unite our voices to continue inspiring others to do the same. Let me remind you, my friend, one more time. You are never too late to rewrite your story. It's not a lack of resources. It's a lack of resourcefulness. And all that resourcefulness, you have it within you. Because I'm going to remind you again, you have all the resources you need to succeed already within yourself. I hope this episode was super helpful Honestly, following my dreams and transitioning in full time into what I truly love has changed me for the better. So much more fulfilled, motivated, energized, empowered. I'm helping people in powerful ways, right? I think it can also make the difference in your life. Whatever that is for you. I'm not saying quit corporate and go full time entrepreneurship. This is different for every single person. Embrace you. You do you. Embrace yourself, whatever that is for you. And maybe it's not in career. Maybe it's in romantic relationships. Maybe it's in physical health. Whatever that is for you, my friend, decide today to pursue it. I hope this episode was inspirational, motivational, empowering. And if you found it helpful, please share it with someone that may benefit from it. I really appreciate you. Thank you so much for sharing this journey with me. I love you all. Thank you so much for listening at With Clarity and Purpose. I really hope you enjoyed today's episode. Sharing is caring. Please share with your friends and family so we can continue building an empowered community together. I'll see you next week.